The following program is a paid advertisement. The views reflected on this show are not necessarily the views of ESPN 1000. You mean to tell me that you went home and swiped a ball that was signed by Babe Ruth, and you brought it out here and actually played with it and actually played with it? Yeah! Are you one of those people that has to know how much the Babe Ruth ball is actually worth? I was going to bring it back, but it was signed by Babe Ruth! Yeah, you keep telling me that. Who is she? We'll keep it right here, because today is your lucky day. It's time for Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan, sponsored by ERC Delivery and Huggins and Scott Auctions. The Great Bambino! Good morning, everybody. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clemeni of ERC Delivery and Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auctions. Along with our producer, Eric Ostrowski, we're on every Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. Central Time. You can give us a call at 312 312- 332-3776. If you have a collectible that you think might have some value, we'll try to give you an idea if it might be something that could go in a Huggins and Scott auction and give an estimate of what it might sell for if it does. Or you can tweet a picture of an item. T Crown Tom is my Twitter ID. Tweet it to my attention. And if I see it, we'll try to use it on the show. We've got a lot to talk about. Eric, did we ever hear from Bill? He's in a, a long, out uh, at a hotel. He was going to co- try to call in today, but I guess we haven't heard from him yet. No, he might be one of those haunted hotels or yeah. something because yeah. we haven't gotten from him yet. <laughs> no cell service. <laughs> well, if he let us know if he gets on. If not, I think we can handle it today. We'll Vince, try. you ready? Yes. All yes. right, very good. <laughs> Plus, you know we've got, right. we've got Lurch to help us out, so I think we'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goofiest thing I think you've done in the five years. That's <laughs> well, somebody's uh, got to bring in the phone calls. That's right. and, you know, it's it's extra work if I have to sure. do it. So Lurch handles it. Were you an Adams Family uh, fan growing up or in your youth? Did you watch I it? Did, I did. Well, yeah. yeah, I think we watched that pretty often, actually. You know, there wasn't a lot on in, in the 60s. Yeah, a there. lot of craziness. I Dream of Genie, Bewitched, yeah. all these, you know. Yeah, that's true. Out of reality type of things. Beverly Hillbillies, yes. Green Acres, you know, it was all good. You know, Get Smart, that was that's a good cool. one. That's cool. Agent yeah. 99. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in 86. Love that phone in the yeah. shoe. Yeah. yeah, right. That was. Did uh, you guys see the remake of that with Steve Carell? I, I bet that was good. It's okay. But it, it wasn't bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. he would have been. Then when you think that would have been a hard guy to find somebody, he to does do it him. his own way. I'll yeah. tell you that. It's <laughs> well, not, I, I it's bet not he'd like be the show. Good at it's it, not bad. It's a good yeah. movie. It's yeah, really watch it. check good. that out. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's the show, everybody. Thanks for <laughs> Thanks listening. For listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last week we were talking about the Chicago Orphans, and then you asked, "How did they get that nickname?" Yes. Well, I looked it up. Ah. Okay. okay. Um. When Cap Anson was released as a player after the 1897 season, local newspapers started referring to them as the Orphans. He was player manager of the Chicago Colts, I think they were called at the time. And, you know, Cap Anson is a Hall of Famer. He was a big guy there. So that's how they started calling him that. And then I think it was in 1902 they started calling them the Cubs, hmm. but then they didn't officially name them the Chicago Cubs officially until 07. So, so that's the, whole the orphan illusion that. is that 
Cap Anson left the team. He left them so it's like, like they were kinda, like, like their dad yeah, left or something. So like yeah, like they're orphans. Okay, yeah, yeah. that's cool. So I guess that's how it. That's how it happened. That's yep. how I understand it anyway. <laughs> Cap we're we're going to put about a, a nine point two on the on the reality of that one, but I think that's that's about what it was. That's so. cool. That's cool. He was a good player. Yeah, he was a good player. I think he had some questionable off the field things, but that's uh, you know who knows about all that stuff. I don't know. So also now in for July, um, for the Huggins and Scott July August auction. That's going to be a big one for them. I will mix in some of the things that are in there already. That there's a 1934 Gaudi Lou Gehrig card number 37 graded PSA five. That's a nice Ooh, version of that card. Nice. That actually, if you see a picture of that card. I think that's always been my favorite Lou Gehrig card, the 34 Gaudi card number 37. Just something about a real yep. cool-looking card. There's a 1958 Topps football cello pack with a Jim Brown rookie showing on the top. Wow. PSA 7, it's graded. Obviously unopened, right? Unopened, none better. Now, if you bought that, you'd leave it because you could see the Jim. You wouldn't open that, right, Vince? <laughs> I'll Give me about five <laughs> seconds, and it, I will have gone well, you, through it. It would yes. take you longer to get into the PSA holder, I think, than that. So however long it took you to right. get it out of the holder. Exactly. Then, then you'd have it open. <laughs> this is pretty neat. You don't see this every day. A Jackie Robinson 1947 Bond Bread rookie card graded PSA 5.5. This is the portrait with a facsimile auto. I was going to ask Bill about that, but I think there's 10 different variations of that, maybe something like that. So, uh, see, we do miss Bill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see he if would any have known, of... oh, he'd been, oh, yeah, well, there's, uh, you know, how many? I'm going to see if any of them have sold on Now, uh, here's eBay. something <clears throat> you tell me. The first one of you, Eric and Vince, that can tell me why this is an important card Gets extra bonus points. <laughs> I, need <laughs> a few. I need a few. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a Ken McMullen 1963 rookie card number 537 graded a PSA 8. Now, why would a P Ken McMullen rookie card? Eric, you got an answer or you want me to go first? I, I if neither no of you idea. has an answer, I'll give you a hint and then the first, and then I'll give another hint. I'll need hints, so if you I, know, okay. go ahead. I, well, I think I got it. The, what year was it? 1963. So I think a rookie, what, Pete Rose might be on the yes. other, ah, other yes, side of that. Points, Thank you. Yes. Ah, that's your double. My next hint was going to be Al Weiss is also yes, on yes, this card. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Pete Rose is on that card. Bonus that's points. His rookie, yeah. I think that, what do you think, Eric? Should he get wiped <laughs> off one of his losses and which ended higher? Oh, no, he or... no, no, no. He just feels good about himself <laughs> right now. Thank that's you. That's I, don't, right. I don't want the extra extra point. I'll, I'll come back and beat you anyway. You know, my wife always grades the show. Like yeah. She listens to the show and she grades it. And she really liked last week's show. She thought that was one of the better shows we've done. But she wanted to move it down <laughs> point two because she lost at at which ended higher ah. again, and she goes, you know, that's really a very frustrating thing that you guys do. And I go, yeah, I, I, I can see that. This I know how you feel. This one's going to be a difficult week, feel. too. But yes. we're, 
<laughs> yeah, I said, no, you can't do that. What is it if you had won which ended higher, and what is it now that you lost which ended yeah, higher? Yeah. And she, she really did like last week's well, shows. So I even have the good. fans of the show rooting for Eric. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At I least one caller was, said he's rooting for Eric. That you was know. in a thumb wrestling contest. <laughs> that was <for> what it, <laughs> the masses are growing behind me. Yeah, behind I think Vince is like the, the dastardly evil character. <laughs> right, that, he's the heel in the wrestling yeah, match right yeah. now. Right. Of course, by you guys just saying that yeah. doesn't help my, my stat anyway. Jeez. Right. <laughs> now, speaking of wrestling, that uh, they got that Andre the Giant <laughs> signed broadside authenticated, and that's up on Huggins and Scott, the picture of that one. He looks like he, he would have been tough to handle. Yeah, but the gentle giant <laughs> gentle out giant. of the ring. Good guy. So that's also on the Huggins and Scott. Now, here's another quiz. Okay, for more bonus points. Ah, I'm full of quizzes today. <laughs> okay. Brooks Kepka has a great uncle. Okay, first off, do you know what a great uncle is? Oh, Eric, is that a- Eric? Eric, you know what a great uncle is? Uh, would that be your parents' uncle? Yes, okay. it is. Okay. okay. Not Good. just an awesome uncle. Not just an awesome <laughs> okay. uncle. Although okay. that's, that could be another thing. Okay. Brooks Kepa, Kepka has a great uncle who was a pro baseball player, still alive, a very good player. Huh? Do either of you know who that is? I got a guess, Eric. You want to go first or should I go first again? <laughs> um, Eric, make a guess. Uh, let's see. Great uncle. So he's got to be. He's old. He's over I know, 80 trying... years old. I'll uh, say that. I, I don't even have a guess. Go okay. ahead. It's, it'll How just about be Brooks a Robinson? That's a good guess. Uh, named after Actually, Brooks, Brooks. he played, a, he, he, their careers did overlap. Hmm. So he played during that area, era, and he was an infielder. And now here's a Al-K-Line? No, he oh. was an Al-K-Line. Was an, okay, you were starting to really get bonus points, <laughs> and then you name an outfielder who's an infielder. <laughs> All right, here's a, here's a hint that is a good hint, but I don't think this is going to help either of you either. No, let's see. He was the 1960 National League MVP. 1960? 1960. Eric Shankness. Were there phones in 1960? 1960. That was something my kids asked me when when, uh, they were young, and we were talking about cable or something. It was just coming in. American International. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I I wasn't listening. I was trying to think. Yes, okay. And and I said, yeah, we didn't have cable when I was a kid. They said, did they have cars? (laughs) It's like, yeah, they had cars. (laughs) Stole them horse and doom buggy. Oh, my gosh. Okay, who was your guest? Uh, No, I was asking American League or National. National League MVP in 1960. Okay, let's do another hint. Because I bet a lot of people are struggling with this one. The main team he played with was the Pittsburgh Pirates. Bill Mazeroski? His... Good guess, his double play partner. You might not know no, who that I is. No, I think I do. Um, I think he no, was I do. number He's got a one brother. in the 1961 set. He's got a brother that played. No, he might have a brother, no. but we know he's got a, a great <sighs> Not nephew. Ken Boyer, no. <laughs> no, not Ken Boyer. Oh, well, I don't want to keep give delaying up? this. I'll just have to. Uh, <clears throat> I'll just have to give up. Okay, Dick 
Groat. Yeah. Dick Groat. Yes. Yeah. I've I, heard of him. See, and, a lot of people probably didn't. I don't yeah, know no, that I remember. I wasn't getting that. that, yeah, <laughs> that and that he was a 1960 MVP. I wouldn't have remembered he was an MVP, but... Wasn't wow. that the year that that Mazeroski hit the 61? homer in the World Series? Maybe sixty to win or sixty-one. The According to the articles from nineteen sixty, Roberto Clemente was robbed of the MVP that year. Oh, really? That's that what would... I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, Clemente, the World Series, Clemente had, and this isn't Vince Roberto in in nineteen. I think it was seventy-one. Like that oh, was the most crazy. awesome performance. Oh. He did everything: power, speed. Great catches in the outfield. He made throws like from the wall to the plate on one hop. I mean, that series was unbelievable. I think, and he was MVP of that series. I don't know what it, I know his lifetime World Series stats were real good. I don't know what he did in, in the sixty. He made a throw in that World Series as oh. he was moving toward the right field line and just turned and threw it to, to third base on, on a on one, one hop. hop. He yep. used to do Amazing. that all the time. He had, you can see that on YouTube anytime. Yeah, if you ever want to see Clemente's arm, if you haven't seen it, amazing. Unbelievable yep. stuff. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm surprised you don't have more of a Roberto Clemente collection. You would think that would be a great collection. I have a few. They're cut and hidden. Yeah, <laughs> Okay, well, that's good. <laughs> okay, the number here is 312-332-3776. If you want to give us a call, if you have an item you think might be valuable, give us a call. We'll try to give you an estimate of what it might sell for in a current Huggins and Scott auction. You know, more about Bruce Kepka. We're in fantasy golf. Did you know, my mailman was in yesterday, and I said, you know that Kepka has four of the last eight majors he's been in. He's won. And then I was like, how many, when did he even come up? I don't remember him until all of a sudden he won a major. He's actually had 10 top tens in majors in his wow. career already. Isn't that unbelievable? Yeah. This guy is like, un he's a great golfer. He is. Uh, except for the week that I take him in our fantasy golf league that I'm in with you. <laughs> when I take do? him, he trashed. I think he trashed for me last this year. year yeah. You've got to pick him in a major, yep. I think. That's what he really does his yep. best stuff. Yep. No, he says, I like him. He's got bravado. He says, majors yeah. are easier because other people can't handle the pressure. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I like his, and, his bravado. And right there, he's playing with everybody's right. mind on that. that I, I heard that, too. That is a great way of looking at it. So. Kind of like playing with the witch-ended higher minds of everybody, you know, where... You know, I think you just actually take some time during the week before the show, say, okay, how am I going to throw Vince off? Yeah. No, you know what I do? I line him up and I say, you know, once I say these, Vince is going to throw himself off. <laughs> <laughs> He'll psych himself out. I don't have to do anything. Know, That's what's I so know. good about it. And I try to guess how which way you're going and, you know, so. Yeah, it works pretty good. Yeah, for you. Eric's future. Anyway. Now, next week on next week's show... We're supposed to have celebrity chef Graham Elliott as a guest, Wonderful. I think, for the entire show. He's a big vintage card collector, so he's got all... He knows how to talk about cards. He knows what's going on. I mean, he's trying to get, like, every big card, it seems like. But plus, he's got a, a new TV show starting on June 20th, Thursday, June 20th. I think he'll be a judge on on a new culinary competition TV show 
family food fight premiering June 20th on ABC. So we've got a lot to talk cool. about him with him next I week. I saw something on that. That looks very, very fun. That, a lot that of fun. That should be interesting. Yep. So that'll be, a, that'll be a good show next week. Sure. Okay, the number here, it's time for a short break. The number is 312-332-3776. If you have an item you think might be valuable, we'll try to give you an estimate of what it might sell for in a Huggins and Scott auction. Or tweet a picture to my attention, T Crown Tom is my Twitter ID. Hang in there, we'll be right back. Now back to Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan. Sponsored by ERCDelivery.com and Huggins and Scott Auctions on ESPN 1000 and ESPNChicago.com. Welcome back. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clemeni of ERC Delivery and our producer, Eric Ostrowski. Bill Huggins couldn't make it this week. He'll be back next week, and he can. I'll let him tell the story of where he is this week. Yep, it's a, it's it, his story it to good. tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is his story to tell. Now, you can give us a call at 312-332-3776 if you have an item you think might be valuable, or you can tweet a picture of an item. Michael just tweeted me a picture that I retweeted. This is a very nice card, a 23, 2013 Bowman Chrome Black Refractor Chris Bryant Rookie Autograph Card, numbered to 35, I think, if this is the version that I'm thinking about. If it's numbered to 35, a PSA 10 version of that just sold. Let's see, when did that sell? On May 5th for $5,000. Wow, so very that, nice. Not a bad card there, Michael. That's a beautiful card. Very nice. We've got a couple of colors here, so I think... Lurch really wants You're to get right. to the, get to him, so we'll get to him, and then we'll do which ended higher. <laughs> Burgess from Warrenville's on the line. What do you have there, Burgess? I have a uh, I have a Pedro Martinez uh, 1990 Great Falls Dodgers rookie card. Oh, his first year that he played in the United States. Autograph card. Um, I played with him that first year. I was drafted in '90. I was just curious. Oh, really? I, 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 I looked it up a little bit, and, and you know his his autograph has changed quite a bit from the first time he got here till now. But uh, yeah, it, uh, I was just curious. I don't know that I'll ever get rid of it. But I was just curious. I would think that could be pretty big money because if it let's what it might be a good idea for you to do would be to get that one slabbed, graded, and authenticated in case you or your family, if you pass it down for generations or whatever, then. People know what you have there, because that that from being that early on, that's going to be a really good autograph. Now, when when you played with him, did you have any idea he was going to be as good as he was, or what? Did that kind of come out of the blue for you? No, um, you know it's, it's funny that you asked that because there are a couple things that um, stood out. You know, Raul Mondesi was on that team as well. Oh yeah, and uh, you you you. You know, certain guys could do certain things. Some guys could run, some guys could hit, some guys could do a couple of things. But, you know, both him and Pedro, Raul and Pedro, were just, they were, you could just tell. I mean, yeah. they were, they, they were just studs. You Did know, you right ever bat against them, like in practice or anything? Or Yeah, when they, when we first got drafted and you go into your half season, you know, you play a, a bunch of inner spot games um, before you get uh, designated as to what short season you go to. And, uh, yeah, he made some toothpicks out of my wood bag. <laughs> I bet. So what was it, yeah. like the movement and command, or what was it that made him so good? Was it just hard to pick up his pitches? What, 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 could you put a finger on it that made him so good? 
<laughs> it's funny that you say fingers. You know, he he had some uh, long uh, fingers. Usually long, usually long fingers. Yeah, he had some strange hands for a little guy, and uh, the movement that he had on you know because he didn't throw a lot of pitches. You know, he just threw his fastball and his his changeup a little bit. You know, he was you know and and uh, you know he had a younger brother Jesus that that came up that never made it, um, and they had the same kind of his, his brother was a little taller than him, but he had the same kind of hands just. Really long, unusually big hands for for little guys. Wow! And his brother Ramon played Ramon for the Martinez. Dodgers for a while. Yeah, yeah. he was he yep. was actually he was pretty good. good too. Yeah, wow, yeah. Ramon was a stud, a little, little older. Yeah, that that's some that's a great story, and that that really to me that could be just a great card. I mean, how many of those are there going to be? Especially with the story that you played with them too. I mean, you should really write that. All down, just have as write down as much of it as you can to just keep with that autograph. Then and and then, to me, it would be it wouldn't be a bad idea to get it authenticated. That would be you put that in an auction. Who knows where it goes? Yep. I know, like Kel Ripken has a really expensive minor league card. Now, the card that you got signed are are there a lot of them around non signed? I'm I'm guessing not. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know. You know, I tried <laughs> only because my cards worth a couple pennies. I tried to, tr- uh, trade this card with a guy out of New York who collects, who has the full sets and he wouldn't release. I told him I would actually give him that card for two sets so I could get a couple more of my cards. And he, re- he, he, he chose not to do it. Mm. Um, that was a few years ago, but, um, yeah, I, 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 that's a good question. I don't know, and I didn't, I didn't ever thought about writing anything down about that. That's a good idea as well. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, but, I, I just, I wouldn't know where to go with the. How, what would you do to get it authenticated? Well, for instance, uh, okay, you live in Warrenville. In the end of July, the National Sports Collectors Convention is in Rosemont, and it's okay. kind of cool to go to it just to see all. It's. Basically, it's a bunch of dealers that set up and and sell stuff and buy stuff and trade and everything. But it's almost like a traveling museum of stuff because they've got stuff from the 1800s that they're selling and buying and early 1900s. And then there's a bunch of autograph guests, but also the autograph authentication companies. There's, There's three main ones, PSA, DNA, JSA and Beckett authentication will all be there. So you could maybe contact them in advance. I would probably on that one recommend PSA and ask them to grade the card, grade the autograph and authenticate the autograph. And then you've got it done. And, and that would be, that would be such a, if you ever did decide to sell it, that to me would be a great auction item because they're just not around them. I mean, he's an all-time great pitcher. When you look at some of his years, yep. I mean, he had the moxie like uh, Bob Gibson. A lot oh, of that he was, was very he was aggressive fearless. and yep, yeah, fearless. Yep. Great personality too. Now, was he fun to, to like mess around with on on the bench and stuff at the time? Was he outgoing or was he quieter? Yeah, always. Then? Oh, he, he always no, was. He, huh? he was always outgoing, but you know, you guys spoke to it a little bit. Um, you know, they have the unspoken, unwritten rule about busting somebody inside and. He, that was from the time he was 18 years old. You know, he he, he would if somebody if one of our guys get it. Somebody up the middle got hit. Shortstop, catcher, center fielder got hit. Somebody on their team was going down. 
Yeah, and, you know, yeah, was, he he was always like that. Yeah, and then Don yeah, Zimmer stood up to him one time, and we know what happens there, yeah, right? He, he threw a, him down on the yeah, ground. Yeah, he was rolling after that <laughs> one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> might be the only might be the only you know blemish on his on his career because I don't think anybody looked at that very. No, but, uh, that wasn't. I don't, I don't think he did. It didn't look. It, you know, it was. I guess he was just kind of protecting himself. He was, he was kind of just was stepping to the side and yeah. just kind of put. It was almost like a bullfight, like a yep. bull's coming at yep. you, and he was just kind yep. of like yeah. trying to get over to the side. It tells you a lot about Zimmer and his attitude oh, and, and he was, fieriness. Yeah. You know, he, he went was. after him. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah he was a fiery guy. Yeah. <laughs> now, Burgess, uh, where did your career go then? How far did you end up going before you you gave it up? Um, I played, uh, you know, three and a half years after the second year. I got drafted as a third baseman. They, you know, as I mentioned, uh, the two picks with Pedro. I didn't hit enough home runs. I hit okay. You know, oh. My fielding was, was was good, but you know, I hit around two eighty. But I wasn't hitting enough home runs at the corner position. Yeah, right. So they converted, they converted me to pitcher. Really? And, uh, I pitched. Uh, I, I pitched a, a season, and then I went to Bakersfield. Um, my second year, I actually played with Mike Piazza. At the end of the year, I got moved up, played third base when we went to playoffs with Piazza. But um. Yeah, I just didn't hit enough home runs, and then uh, I started to have uh, children, and, and you know it was just time to move on. Fifteen hundred bucks a month is tough to make a living yeah, on. You yeah. Know? <laughs> now, how was Piazza? I mean, he was a low draft pick, but by the time you were teammates with him, you thought he was going to be awfully good. Yeah, you know he he was uh, one year ahead of me. He drafted, in, I believe, in '89, and um, he, he did a lot of things on his own. He was. He was 100 percent baseball player. That guy. Yeah, he was all about it. He went on his own to uh, Mexico after our instructional league in '90 to learn not only the language but to work on his catching skills. Because I believe as a first baseman, he moved him over to catcher, and, and then from there on, you know, he's just guy yeah, was just uh, he was stud. He moved up just as fast as some of those other guys during that time. Did you save any of your memorabilia? Like, did you were you able to save like a minor league jersey or anything like that? No, you know what? I haven't saved too many things. Um, I we won a championship that year with Pedro, so I have my my championship ring. Oh, um, that's cool! Yeah, I have that in some ninety, and then um, I have. I used to put my daughter's name. My daughter was born four days <coughs> before I got drafted, so wow. I just put her name on, on on my baseball bats, and I've got my first home run with her name on it. Oh, that's, nice. that's, that's cool! That's, really that's nice. a great keepsake there. What yeah, round were yeah, you drafted so, in? Went in the nineteenth round in nineteen ninety. Very cool. Yeah. Well, thanks for the yeah. call. That's that's some really interesting stuff. If you ever find anything you think might be valuable, give us a call. Yeah, I appreciate your time, guys. Thank All you right. very much. Yeah, for info. that was fun. Okay, next on the line we have. Is there somebody there? You're right. Oh yeah, of course <laughs> there is. Tim from Munster. What's up, Tim? What do you have? Hey, guys, you know, it's uh, always great to get up on a Saturday morning. It's the one redeeming thing is when I get to listen to your show. <laughs> I think when you guys re-sign your contract, you should have to be on an hour a day. So, Love it. Uh, Thank you for listening. One of the, yeah, one of the great uh, parts of uh, of sports radio. But I got, a, I got two questions for you, and then I do have an item if you have time. Sure. But the question I have for you is I have, uh, after the – White Sox won the World Series. They issued a team set through Tops, and I ended up getting everybody signed oh. uh, except except Luis Vizcaino, who went to the Yankees, but when he came back to Chicago, he didn't stop to sign. Mm. And so 
the question is when you have something that's impossible like that, I've tried to follow some of the autograph sites and things like that. I just don't think the guy comes back to the United States. Is there a source where you can get, I ended up finally framing it, uh, around, a uh, sports illustrated, uh, the, the issue with Przinsky and Jinx. Oh, yeah, that's and got, both, both of them are autographed. And then I, you know, had the cards laid out around. It's a really nice piece, but in the right-hand corner, you can see this one card that is not signed. <laughs> and it's one, every time you walk past it, you say, damn it, that Luis Vizcaino, when the hell is that guy going to ever come back? And the well, Sox have brought some, certain guys back, you know, from Sox Fest, but I wondered if, A, there's a source for that. And then the second question is, my son, when the um, every year tops the issue, I think they still do it, after the All-Star game, they issue uh, uh, swatches with the with the, a piece of the jersey. And the year that uh, the, the they issued it, I think in 2004, after the 2003 All-Star game, the it was obviously in Chicago. So uh, my oldest son has every card uh, except for Garrett Anderson, which is the you know the the most impossible one to find. We've found all the others, but uh, that that is the one you can find. It's Derby Diggs version from the Home Run Derby, but you cannot find it. Seems like that All Star card huh. uh, with the with the jersey. And I'm just wondering, is there a site or some place where you can go to? I, I've went all over the internet, scoured. I've kept my well, eye on first eBay, off, Amazon. I, I would actually contact the White Sox. They're good about stuff like that. They have a good group there that you can contact and tell them your story. And they might, if they know how to get in touch with Viscaino, they might be able to help you with that, at least get you an address. What I would really? do, though, okay. is um, try to get another card, keep the one and oh, try to yeah, get another course. one. So at least yeah. at least it's better to have an unsigned card than no card at all. How many total signed cards do you have in that set? Mm, whatever it was was the whole team Everybody, including huh? at that time, including Brian Anderson who didn't play. He was the one player who didn't play, but Willie was, Harris, was, you like, got him? Uh he was yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty good. He's, he yeah. was a tougher one for people for a while, I know. Yeah. yeah. The guy that, that, yeah, the one that was the hard, one of the hardest was Carl Everett, uh, but I chased him down and when he was playing an independent ball. I thought I did <laughs> oh, Maryland, really? believe it or not. Yeah, he seemed like but, he uh, had a, a kind of a different perspective of the world. Than, yep. than, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was an entertaining yeah. guy, though. Good hitter that year, too, so. Oh well, that's yeah. neat. I, I, that's a that's a very valuable long-term thing. Now, they're they're I can't think of the autograph site. I, I don't use it, but there is an autograph site online. That's something I'll try to look up for next week where they show guys that are going to be coming into the area, but I can't think of the name of it. Yeah, Maybe a C listener. CSA, yeah, CSAC in that's Chicago. That's it, that's biz. Yeah. yeah. CSAC and then there's another biz, yeah. one that's on a national level that kind of keeps track of stuff that's going on in the nationals because for a while I – I missed Bobby Cox. I went to the Hall of Fame induction, and I got the program signed by everybody, you know, through, you know, doing the paid autographs. But I skipped on Bobby Cox because I wasn't thinking I was going to get the whole thing autographed. Yeah. Once I got Greg Maddox, I thought, well, I got to get Bobby Cox. But So I got him when uh, 
I actually sent it off last year to somebody at the Hall of Fame. He was doing a signing. But one last question. Well, well, I actually, a, Tim, we're, we actually, if you can hold, you I'll hold, but we have to, uh, we have a break coming up here. So do you want to hold till after the break? Sure. Okay, yeah. very good. question about Walter Payton. Thanks. All right, very good. It's time for a short break. We'll be right back. Now back to Sports Collecting with Tom Morgan. Welcome back. I'm Tom Morgan with Vince Clemenia, VRC Delivery. Our producer, Erica Strowski, Bill Huggins of Huggins and Scott Auctions. Can't be with us this week. He'll tell us next week where he was this week. It'll be a good story that we'll let him tell. And we've got, let's see, Tim from Munster's been was on before the break, so we've he's got one more item here. Tim, are you with us? Yep, I'll be quick. You're right. so back very in the good. very early days of, of the home shopping type networks, uh, Walter Payton and Joe Montana were on, and they were selling autographed jerseys. And uh, I was that was my favorite player of all time. So I bought one, and I just wondered. It's not a you know obviously a game worn jersey, but it is authenticated in the you know that the shopping network you know sent something along with it. It's a, uh, a it's Joe, a, Mon- <laughs> excuse me, a Joe Montana signed jersey. No, it's a Walter Payton. Oh, Walter Payton signed jersey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just wonder what kind of value is on something like that. I think and now it, those we are framed. It we framed it obviously to keep it in perfect condition. Yeah, I think those are still seven hundred to a grand for a, a Bears jersey. Do you see any that have sold on eBay recently? Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking. But uh, thanks for the call, Tim. Thank you. All right, very good. And and Vince, if you find something that's sold, I know I had a bunch of those at one time. They were like six to eight hundred. Then they went up to fifteen hundred. I think they might be a little less than that now. Yeah, I see one they, for nine hundred on eBay. Steiner. Um, it yeah. looks like it's an ML or a NFL jersey. Yeah. Okay. Official very jersey. Good. All right. Very good. Now. Uh, people can bring in items for the Huggins and Scott auctions into Triple Crown in Naperville. I'm there six days a week, just closed on Sundays. Mondays and Tuesdays are good for me and call and set something up if you have something. This week, this was kind of interesting. A, a gentleman brought in a LeBron James Upper Decks uh, authenticated signed jersey number 18 of 23, which, you know, that's a good item. And then this, I thought, was a cool photo. It's a Michael Jordan ProServe photo. Um, ProServe was founded in 1970. Uh, One of the first sports management firms, David Falk, worked for them and signed Jordan as a client in 1984 and immediately decided to try to get a big shoe deal for him. He got a $500,000 plus a percentage of revenue revenues with Nike. And then in 1992, Fox split with ProServe and established his own company. So that means that would have had to have been signed sometime before 92. I noticed Horace Grant in the background with goggles. So I okay. think it was yep. in 91, yep. probably maybe the end of 91 that that was signed. But it was a cool photo. You don't see it every day. So that was pretty neat. That was also in, and that'll be in the Huggins and Scott auction if it gets authenticated. It's got that earlier Jordan signature, so you never know on those that'll autographs. Have some value. It sure looks real. I, I think it's a legitimate one. And we have another caller here, Tim from Plainfield. What's up, Tim? Hey, guys. 
Um, I have a, a poster from 1985 that I got in the mail when the White Sox used to be on Sports Vision. Oh, it's yeah. Like a Western, oh, yeah. It's like a Western movie poster. It's got Baines and Guillen and Fisk, like chalk drawing kind of pictures. <laughs> and it's it's, uh, it's signed by all three. And uh, Guillen said he had that same poster hanging in his office. Wow, kids, that's uh, pretty I neat. Now, I, I would think in, you know, in a halfway decent frame, if that was authenticated and I had it hanging in T-Crown, I'd probably be asking a couple hundred dollars for it. I like that. That's <laughs> That's a neat look to that. It, it has. Now, he's obviously not pictured, but Ken Harrelson was the uh, general manager at the time, so his name is on the poster. Oh. Is it worth Is it worth getting his signature? I think I should leave that alone. You know, I think maybe I would. Right? If he could sign it down by by his name on there, I think that wouldn't hurt it. Yeah. Because it's okay. not like uh, uh, Ozzy's not a Hall of Famer, so it's not like you are only had Hall of Famers on it and... And Hawk is so well known for that era, so I think that would that would help it. It wouldn't hurt it. Okay, very right, thank good. You very much. Yes, that'll display well. Yeah, it will. At. Yep. And it's time <laughs> we got to fit this in. <laughs> Which ended higher? If you're listening for the first time, every week I list a few items that have sold in a past Huggins and Scott auction, and Eric and Vince try to pick which ended higher, and my wife at home does, but we don't hear that. She always <laughs> tells me about it at, <laughs> later on. She be, oh, I lost again. <laughs> and you can play along at home. So here's three items. Which one ended with the highest bid in the May Huggins and Scott auction? Item number one, 2017 Leaf Valiant Purple Pat Mahomes black label BGS autograph to 15. The black label means it's tens across yeah, pristine, the board. right? I think is the yeah. word they use for that. Yeah. Every all four subgrades are tens yep. and they give it a black label. And I keep saying constantly, why doesn't PSA do a red label for their cuz they have a PSA 10 that they consider gem mint. Well, why not do a yep. red label for pristine? That would be would awesome if sense. they did that. Yep. Okay, so the Pat Mahomes is the first item. Second item, 1975 Topps Baseball Mini Unopened 36-Count Wax Box BBCE Wrapped, which always helps the value of it. That's how people know. They go through it and make sure it hasn't been tampered with. Right, right. Then they wrap it so you know it's a, it's a good box. And the last item... Now, these three items are all pretty close in value, too. I'm not playing with anybody's heads or anything. <laughs> of course just, not. just so you know. You would never do that. <laughs> the last item is a 2003 04 Topps Finest Basketball complete 184 card set. Four of the cards are graded a LeBron rookie PSA 9, a Wade rookie autograph BGS 9 with a 10 autograph. And a Carmelo rookie autograph, BGS 9 with a 10 autograph, plus a Bosch rookie autograph, BGS 8.5 with a 10 autograph. All right, so um, I told Eric he could go first this week before we started the show, but you know what, what happens? You're not going to do it again. I'm not going to let him Eric do it. Eric said you do that every week. You say he Always can do it. Always jumps the gun. Yes. I, I want to be confident. I want to win right. on my own. So. All right, so Wait. I'm going to... <laughs> okay, there All right, you go. So I'm going to go with the 1975 Topps Mini 36 count. 
Okay, Eric. You didn't take the one I would have taken anyways. So well, that there you out. go. So if you win, it's under your own volition and likewise for me. I'm going to go with that third set with the LeBron sign, the Wade sign, the Camelo sign. Okay. The winner. There is a winner this week. Oh, that's good. There is a winner. The winner is Eric. Oh, <laughs> oh no. You're kidding. Oh. <laughs> oh, I might Frazier. have a future in this, this you might, I, thing. I think you're, you're a natural collectibles person, Eric. Without yeah, a doubt. So, right. It's, it's my jeans. <laughs> yeah. No, Vince, don't let it. Don't ruin That's your day. Right. No, don't we'll, ruin your we'll, day. I'll get over it. My wife is probably doing the same thing right now. Like, oh, I can't well, believe I it. I hope she went with that as well. So I'll feel much better, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. We'll see. Okay. Don't, you, you okay, Vince? Can, I, we, can we move along here now? Take a couple now? deep breaths here. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. All right. Well, some other items. What were the prices, by the way? Do you mind sharing oh, sure. with us? Okay. <laughs> the Mahomes. I thought somebody for sure was going to pick the Mahomes. He's my guy. The, the Mahomes Leaf Valiant Black Label 10, $3,200. The 1975 Topps Baseball Mini Unopened 36-Pack Wax Box, $3,400. So if any of you have those sitting out there, yeah, it's not bad. And then the finest basketball set with the LeBron, Wade, Carmelo, and Bosch rookies, $3,600. All very close. It was very close. That was a tough one. But the 75 would be more fun to open. That would be a lot of fun to just kind of... Open the top minis, yeah. So yeah I'd would, have more I, enjoyment on that. <laughs> that was, do you like the minis though compared to the regular no, size? No, not car? as much, but yeah, you know, still, still unopened open. packs. Yep. Yeah, thirty-six pack box too. That's a lot of open. I'd have fun with that. So one. you could do just one a day, right? You wouldn't do them all at once. No, they. I would it. do them in one sitting, <laughs> less than thirty minutes. Yeah. I think. <laughs> hey, did you ever? Did you guys see the video? This this happened in May. But I just saw it recently, and I was like, this was one of the funnier things I've seen a, a baseball player do. When the bees invaded Cincinnati's Great American Ballpark, did you see that? No, I didn't. I did. This is the second time a game's been delayed this year because of bees. Well, this I don't. This might have been the earlier one when Derek Dietrich put on the exterminator outfit. Did you see? <laughs> yeah, I saw that it. was hilarious. <laughs> it was really funny, and he came up like the umps were gathered around. I think they weren't sure who it was, <laughs> and he and he so he uh, like unbuttons the top of the exterminator thing so they could see his, his red jersey. That's funny. It was funny. That's a little funny. while later, I think they, a light thing went out, and he came out like he was an electrician. <laughs> <laughs> so he's well, comic relief. Maybe when, that's helped his year. He's having an amazing he went, year. He's hitting some yes. some home runs. Yep. Yeah, without a doubt. So <laughs> I had to mention that. I tweeted it, a, a video of it. It's really, I think, earlier in the week, if you want to, if you haven't seen it, it was very funny. <laughs> but we've got some... Uh, other items to talk about here. Let's see here. Where am I going to go from that? I have on my T Crown Tom eBay seller ID. The first two picks in the MLB draft were Adley Rutschman, a catcher, and Bobby Witt Jr., a shortstop. I have autographs from Panini USA Stars and Stripes Baseball of both of them. Oh, on really? eBay. Very nice. The I think they end tomorrow night. They both have gotcha. quite a few bids. Gotcha. And uh, actually, I, the White Sox second round pick, Matt Thompson, 
I have one of those on there, but I kind of hope nobody bids on it. So forget I said that. It's not. It's not on there. It's not. You look at it, but it's not really there. <laughs> but your other two. This is a good time to pick up those autos. I mean, oh, right yeah. after they're drafted, put that, that in your futures that, box. And Adley Rutschman's supposed to be a general generational yep. type catcher, yep. like all all the tools. Absolutely. And the White Sox pick looks like he could be a good hitter. To me, he kind of, I heard him compared to Bagwell or whatever. He kind of reminded me of a mix of Pauly and Goldschmidt, maybe. Hopefully, he's a little faster runner than Pauly. I don't think he's a fast runner, but hopefully, a little faster than Pauly. But about his size, and he's got a really nice swing. If you see any video of him, I bet he's going to be a good hitter. I haven't seen any autographs of him, though, so we'll have to see on that one. And what else do we have going here? Some other items coming up in the. Huggins and Scott auction bidding begins not until July 28th, but there's a lot of stuff that's coming in. I think I've got that gentleman stopping in with another thing, a group of things today. But uh, uh, somebody dropped off a lot of eight Heartland statues from those, I think, were from 58 through 64, maybe. But basically, most of them were made in the early 60s. And listen to the group that he had. Aaron Banks, Don Drysdale, Nellie Fox, Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, Warren Spahn, and Ted Williams, wow. all Hall of Famers. Wow. And they were in pretty good shape. They didn't have the bats with them, but I guess those bats are easy. You can pick them up to, you know, to fill in with them. I don't think they're that tough to find. So it helps if you have that, but if you don't, it's not that big a deal. So that'll be interesting to see what that group goes for. And we've got time for You're one right. more caller here. We've got <laughs> Scott from Lindenhurst. What's up, Scott? Hey, guys. Good morning. How are you? Hi, good. 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 I just wanted to tell you a little story uh, about an item I have as it's coming up on the... Uh, my son was born nine years ago tomorrow. Okay. And it was June 9th, 2010. That was the Stanley Cup win for the Hawks. Oh, oh cool. nice. And uh, the puck went in the net for the win 10 minutes prior to my son being born. Oh, that is so cool. That really is uh, cool. It actually was really neat. And all the nurses and doctors were females, and they let the TV in the corner of the room go. And there's so many stories I'm not going to bore you with. (laughs) And we're running out of time here, too, Scott. (laughs) I'll make it quick. But a few years later, I had the light bulb go off in my head, and I mailed a letter explaining what went on, a more detailed letter, with his birth certificate to the Hawks. Oh, wow. Asking if any of the current players who were on the previous, you know, the winning team three years prior, and I sent a black Sharpie, a red Sharpie, I mailed it all to him, and about a month later, I had the birth certificate returned. It had Hosa signed it, Quinville signed it, Kaner signed it, um, Tave signed it. Wow, that's cool. And I was like, I would never sell it. I would yeah, never you look can't, for money. But wow. you can't really sell it. He's got to have wow. the birth certificate anyway. But what a great story! That would be if it was for sale. That oh would be that would be fun to see how much that would go for. Yeah, you, you can't really cool. put a price on it. But that's a great story. That's no, something you know you keep through your family history. If you guys are big Blackhawk fans, oh, what a what a great oh, story! Absolutely, I've already framed it with a copy of the letter I sent to them. So <laughs> that's awesome. And it's a great story to tell the people if they're Hawks fans. I'm like, hey, you want to hear a good story? Here yeah. you go. But I thought I'd share it with you Very guys. Very good. It's the first, 
first time calling, and uh, have a great weekend. Great, great Thanks for the call. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we're already at the end of another show. Bill Huggins couldn't make it with us this week, but he'll be back next week, and hopefully he'll fill us in on where he was. I know where he was, and it's, it should be a good story if he, if he wants. <laughs> I don't know too. if he wants to talk about <laughs> hey, it or not, if it's, it's up story. to him. Yep. And then Vince Clemente, ERC delivery, yes. on-demand delivery 24-7. 20 years. 20, 20 years. years. Wow. Crazy time. That's amazing. I don't know where it all goes. <laughs> Eric Ostrowski, thanks for listening. And don't forget now to stay tuned for the Odds Couple rebroadcast. And next week, we're going to have celebrity chef Graham Elliott as a guest. So make sure you tune in next week. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.